Hello, my name is Wes Dawson, and no, this is not some sick, twisted joke played on you. This is, in fact, a new episode of Gabagool Nate. New episodes every Wednesday, anywhere quality podcasts can be found. Now, this week's episode is near and dear to mine own heart, as we will be discussing the Isle of Montreal. Cue echo sound effects. Now, is Montreal an island? Is it a metropolis? Is it a catch-22 you can physically live in? I think it's all of those, but no one is quite sure. But one thing we can all agree on, the island sits atop some kind of wormhole or time vortex. As places that are 15 minutes away from where you live will take approximately an hour and a half by car. But how's about fuck you and your gas-powered Earth Slayer, okay? You can easily do that same commute in roughly a little over two hours using public transit. Spooky. Now here's the thing, Montreal is not all bad, not in any way, there's all kinds of great things, great people, great things to do, and that's the point. Things that work don't need broad, overgeneralized criticisms thrown at it, just the things that don't work. So just a wonderful example of decisions made by the city of Montreal, they are a plenty. Mayor Valerie Plante, if I know one thing, I'm going to be getting a two-scale tattoo of her across my back and I'm just counting the hours until I get that completed. So where I live in Montreal, there was a stop sign at the end of my street for a pedestrian crosswalk heading into a park, which is also adjacent to an elementary school. Seems right on the nose, of course. Kids, pedestrian crosswalk, there should be a stop. But they moved that stop down the street by one block. Now why, you may ask? Is it possibly because someone is running their business outside of their Riverside mansion, and I suppose they feel they shouldn't have to wait for oncoming traffic on a 30-kilometer street, mind you. I also think once you've earned a certain amount of money, you've earned the right to either T-bone people flat out or attempt to just phase through solid matter. It's only fair. And when you really think about it, those elementary kids have pretty fast little legs. They should be fine. Now, a similar issue is I'm getting booted out of my apartment. And no, it's not due to that weird bubbling concoction I have in my bathtub. No, it's due to rent a work that has been mandated by the city of Montreal, of course that's lacking one major element, which is logic. So they wanted to spruce up this apartment a little bit more and had made the stupid mistake of requesting a construction permit from the city of Montreal. Now, had they done it illegally, like just about, you know, 80% of other home renovations on the island, or ran it like a complete fucking slum, the city would have mailed them a goddamn gift basket or renamed a street in their honor. Now I need to get the boot instead for a major rental work, including, that's right, having to install a parking spot for the unit. What the fuck? So a condo builds a building with 250 units, let's say. They build 70 underground parking spaces. That's okay. And now the city is actively removing parking spaces to make room for the real economic driver, bicycle and scooter traffic. So, not just in the city in general, but in my fucking neighborhood, they had signs saying they will be reducing the parking in this borough. I just don't understand this. This is one of the few areas of Montreal that had easily accessible street parking. Instead, I think my tax dollars will be spent to rent somewhere a little bit off-island. Alright, now we are going to move on to hard facts. So, if you own a vehicle, you can't really live in Montreal if you're either old, frail, 
lazy or just out of shape. You need to be able to shovel out about a metric ton of snow and ice in order to dislodge your car, which is parked perilously between either the risks of having a sidewalk snowplow clip your mirror on the road or the actual plow trucks sending hunks of ice into your front fenders. Basically that or afford indoor parking. Of course, there is a better alternative though. Now, you pieces of shit driving around in your liberal baby blood-cooled fossil fuel-powered death machines, earth rapers as I call them, you can take public transit. Now, disregarding what I had said earlier, the efficiency and reliability of the STM is truly something to be desired. Now, how can I describe the paragon of public commuting? Hmm. That sounds about right. Now, I know one thing that I like to see in government and within my elected officials is consistency and uniformity in decision-making. You know, a long-standing policy of the Quebec government with regards to traffic logistics and highway constructions is the Vadonchier approach. Now, I believe the direct translation is go take a shit, but it's more intended as uh, kind of a fuck you figure it out for yourself kind of thing, as they will merge multiple lanes heading in different directions and just stop painting the lines. And of course, they'll have a squad car sitting there. So if you can't seem to solve this riddle slash labyrinth slash highway hybrid while rolling at 90 kilometers an hour, you're in for an expensive surprise. All that to say is that finally they've taken that same Vadonchier strategy and they've applied it to COVID restrictions as they've gone from a strict, severe, and rarely logical approach to kind of a, meh, you can take care of it. All right, now we're going to move through a couple quick dumb shit people say who should be smarter. Of course, anybody who's been saying Quebec is going green, baby. Hell, by 2030, if you're driving a gas-powered car, depending on your mother tongue, it will now be legal to douse you in that fuel and light you on fire. We have been waiting for these changes. Now, of course, this is where the dumb shit people say comes into play. So we're going full electric. Yes, Hydro Quebec to the rescue. Of course, every time there's a storm, Hydro asks us not to use too many electronics or heat your home in the winter when it's cold outside because the stress it puts on the grid. You know, little known fact, it sometimes gets cold in Quebec. They also ask that you don't use your washer, dryer, or other appliances during peak hours, basically from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. But we will be fully on the grid any People living in an oil-heated home will be selected for liquidation. It will be wonderful. And just imagine the competitive rates we will have. You know, if there's one thing that spells good news for consumers, it's energy companies with government-sponsored monopolies. Now, somewhat on that topic is dumb shit people say regarding rural areas that depend on wood and oil to heat their homes. So the first dumb shit thing someone said was, well, there are many other alternatives than fossil fuels like natural gas. First, natural gas is still technically a fossil fuel. Uh, it's better than crude oil, yes, but it's certainly not 100% clean. Also, a lot of these rural areas aren't equipped with infrastructure for natural gas supply, so it's kind of a moot point. The second dumb thing people say is, well, then get a generator. Yes, the one-stop shop for lower-income families is just spend more money. And correct me if I'm wrong, generators, they run on flowers, herbs, and good vibes, right? Yeah, well, you take your electric car in mid-February up to Jonquière and you tell me how well that went. All right, well, before we close off this week's episode, there was one little topic I wanted to touch on. I wasn't really sure what segment to put it in. So let's just throw it out there. Of course, I'm talking about Anglophone ads with spokesmen with very strong French accents. Now, I'm not talking about it's a French business owner. It's the actor portraying whoever it is in the commercial. I just find it funny because if you were to see the same thing reversed... My God, the uproar. If people were talking with a strong, like, bonjour, the two acheté des shows, 
on a French ad, that would be just calling the OQLF and drop some fucking bombs on the CBC. What is going on? But within Quebec, it's not so much of an issue. It's Quebec. We just do things a little bit differently. But it's just, if this same concept was applied anywhere else, it would be some of the most racist shit you've ever seen. Like, could you imagine, say you're running an ad that's directed towards a Hispanic community, and the person in the ad was like, hey, bro, you want to cut some grass this weekend? Come down to Home Depot. My God, even me just doing that as an example, I probably triggered some people and now watch my ad revenue drop down to like six figure digits. This is just unacceptable. I apologize in advance. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we had for this week's episode. So I think we'll just close it off with this. Montreal is in no way a bad city. Montreal is a great place. There's all kinds of great people. And like I said, great things to do, beautiful landscapes. It's it's really a wonderful city. But I believe it has the same case of governmental mumps that Quebec has as a whole. You know, if you could manage to pull your head out of your own ass, you'd be surprised at just how amazing this place could be. But with all these government-enforced social divides, Montreal is a success in spite of its own circumstances. Well, that's all the time we have this week. My name is Wes Dawson. Thank you for listening. This has been Gabagool Nate. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe.